everyone. Dave DeBow here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, very, very excited to be chatting with this successful young man, phenomenal real estate investor, very smart guy who has dialed it in, not just with real estate investing, not with just also being a realtor, but growing his businesses using virtual assistants. So Abbas Mohammed, welcome to the show. Man, thank you very much for having me on. It's my pleasure. So this young guy, you wouldn't know it from looking at him, <laughs> my goodness, has been involved in over 1,500 apartments. He's a top 50 agents with Remax nationwide. So he knows his stuff and he's grown his businesses leveraging 25, is this right? Full-time yep. VAs, yep. not part-time. Yep. Full-time virtual assistant. So Abbas, first of all, let's just quickly go back. You're pretty darn young. You don't yeah. have any of this gray stuff on your head. <laughs> not yet. You know, it's going. You got a full head of hair. So how did you get in the crazy wild world of real estate investing? Yeah. So I'll tell you my background. Originally, I'm from Iraq. Growing up, my family didn't have any money. And so I remember, in fact, when I was a kid, I used to literally sleep on concrete because we couldn't afford beds. So it was pretty this bad. This was back in Iraq, you're talking and, about. In Iraq. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, after the war, we lost our house. We ended up moving to Syria. And then from Syria, we came to the US. And, you know, just growing up all throughout my life, we just didn't have any money. And I remember when I was 18 years old, I was selling cars and not making anything really, obviously, as a used car salesman. And I was going to college. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of this. I want to do something else with my life. So I went out and I got my real estate license at the time on a credit card because I couldn't afford to actually pay for the thing. So I got it on a credit card. And when I first started, I knocked on doors, you know, literally hundreds of doors a day. I did thousands of doors over three months. Didn't get a single lead because people looked at me. They're like, hey, this guy's 18 years old. All right. So it didn't work out at all. And then I ended up having to go back to selling cars, which I hated the most, but I was really good at it. So I went back to selling cars. And at the time, I'm like, well, you know what? I could either give up on my real estate sales business, or maybe I could just cold call while I'm waiting for clients. So I would, I got a headset and then I would start cold calling people randomly as we were waiting for the next person to come in. And I did that basically for literally 12 hours a day. Sometimes I would dial from the bathrooms. Sometimes I would dial from the rooftop. I mean, it was, it was insane looking back. I don't know if I would do it again, but I, <laughs> I did that for a full year before I finally got one transaction. I wanted to give up every single day. It was miserable, but I got my, well, first who, who were you cold calling this old, were you just going through the, I don't even, I mean, phone books probably weren't even still around at that point. Yeah. So what were you doing? <laughs> we were just, I was cold calling everybody that has a cell phone or a landline that owned a house. So if you owned a house in the Bay Area, I was cold calling you asking if you're looking to sell. And so I did that for a year. Everybody was like, boss, this is the dumbest thing you could do. I'm like, look, I'm getting leads. Eventually they were going to sell. And so I just stuck with it. Uh, a year later, got my first sale, made like the thing was 30,000, but after my splits, I ended up with like 15 grand. I paid off all my bills. Then I got a second sale later on, two months later, then a third and a fourth. And so business started going well. I quit my car sales job, thankfully, this time permanently. And I promised myself I'll never, ever sign another sales contract again. So I got out of that job. And then from there on, two years later, I became one of the top agents in the Bay Area. I was making you know $350,000 a year. I was 21 years old at the time. But this is the problem that I faced. I was working literally 15, 16 hours every single day, seven days a week. And my life for two years was spent in a dark office. I was just in a dark office making cold calls. And I remember calling my mentor at the time. I'm like, I like the money I'm making. It's more money than all my family had made combined. But the problem is I don't 
I don't feel it because I'm literally in this office every single hour of my living day. And so eventually what I decided to do is I'm like, look, this has to change. I want to scale to millions of dollars a year because I saw people making millions and they were working a fraction of what I did. So I knew I did, I was doing something wrong. And that's kind of when the virtual assistants kind of started working. And what I did is I, lo- I took my systems, I started looking at my business and I realized I was lacking systems and I was lacking people. So mm-hmm. I went out systematize my business, right? I just simplified every little step of everything that I did. And then I started hiring virtual assistants because they're like cheap. They're like four and a half bucks per hour. And I could hire a full-time person for like 700 bucks. So that's what I did. I hired one person immediately within a month. They were producing as many leads as I did. So I I bought eight hours of my time back. I'm like, wait, that's interesting. What if I do this again? So I hired a second person. Same thing. Our leads doubled and I was working the same amount of hours. I'm like, okay, interesting. What if I had a third? What if I had a fourth? And so I added four people, COVID hit. This was back in about April, 2020. And I saw everybody else firing their staff, laying off people. I'm like, you know what? This is the best opportunity. I'm going to put all my money into virtual assistants. And I actually hired a virtual assistant. And I said, look, your job is to continuously hire virtual assistants nonstop. Even if I tell you to stop, you never stop hiring. Keep hiring, keep hiring, keep hiring, because I see everybody else getting smaller. So that's what we did. And then I went from having four virtual assistants to having now 25 virtual assistants. And my business went from making 350000 before hiring a single one to making $2 million last year within less, in less than two years, which was incredible. And the nice thing about it is this, I was able to buy pretty much almost all of my time back from the sales business. So I actually got bored of doing real estate sales last year because I had nothing to do. I would just come to the office, everything is kind of getting done. I'm like, all right, well, I'm useless. Yeah. So that's when I switched over to multifamily and I took the same exact things. I'm like systems and people, I need systems and people. So I got into multifamily within three months, bought our first deal, 64 units. It was six and a half million dollars, you know, hired virtual assistants to help me out with multiple different things. And then later on, about three, four months later, we did my second deal, which was 194 units. And that was 30 and a half million dollars. So last year we did 36 million in acquisitions. And then this, this year, our target is to do another thousand units, which is going to be about 120, 130 million dollars. And it's all possible. People are like, how do you do so many things? And it's like, I don't. You're, you're still doing the realtor business, correct? That, that I am. Is, yeah, we're, that's yeah. still running. You know, yeah. that's cash flowing. Now I'm doing the multifamily. That's kind of that's really is my full time focus, though. Yeah. And it's just growing so rapidly because I'm just highly leveraged. Well, so let's let's talk about that because most of the people yeah. that are watching or listening to this podcast are real estate investors. Right. They're going to be curious. Okay, how do I use? How do I leverage my time using a VA for my? flipping business, my burr business, my multifamily business, self-storage, whatever the heck they're doing. Right. What would you suggest would be a, you know, big picture? Let's let's just zoom out for a minute. Right. What are the main things your VAs are doing for you in your real estate investing business? Yeah. So what they do in my business, in my in my real estate sales business, they do cold calls, they follow up with the leads, they do the marketing, you know, they just do everything that's related to generating business and because that produces money. And then obviously they do the admin work, all that sort of stuff, TC work. In my real estate investing business, I have people that are doing social media, they do my video editing, one of them does my underwriting, right? And obviously it's underwriting and all that sort of stuff, which is higher level, takes a little bit more time to train. So that's a little more advanced. But overall, here's my philosophy on things. I want to think, how do I get myself out of the business? I don't want to be 
doing things in the business. I want to operate the business. I want to make decisions on it, but I don't want to actually be doing the work and, you know, being busy underwriting a deal or being busy talking to a prospect. Or if I was a flipper, you know, I don't want to have to follow up on these leads that are looking to sell their houses, whatever the case is. So the way I structure things is this, I calculate my time per hour. I calculate my time per hour and I'm like, okay, so if I, let's say I'm making whatever, a thousand bucks per hour, whatever the number is, how much would it cost to have someone else do this job for me? And if the cost is like $5, $10, 15, whatever, $30, which is not going to happen with a virtual assistant, then I'm like, okay, so I'm making a thousand per hour. I could have someone else do this for $6 per hour. Why would you not do it? And then here's the nice thing. Instead of just having one person do this task that's producing a thousand bucks per hour, you could have five people do it. Now you're producing 5,000 per hour and you're not doing a single thing in that task. So Again, you're just leveraging your time. You're leveraging your ability to produce more. And here's what I noticed. The more people I added in my business, the more my income grew, the easier my life became. Because now it's like I could just sit back and obviously I still do the high level tasks, right? But overall, I'm not in the weeds anymore. And I could focus on actually growing the business versus just being time constrained and all these little things that I just don't enjoy. Wow, that's another fantastic idea. Hold on to that thought for a sec. We'll be right back. Now, are you a real estate investor who's ran out of cash or credit to grow your portfolio? Are you looking to grow your portfolio using other people's money and raising capital? Well, I want to show you how to raise six figures or more in six weeks or less at my upcoming Investor Attraction Workshop. You can get your ticket and find out all about it at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. We're going to spend a full day taking a deep dive into this roadmap that I've used to raise millions for my deals and I've helped other people just like you cumulatively raise hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for their deals as well. So again, you can check that out at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. And as a loyal listener to the podcast, you'll get 50% off your ticket when you use the discount code podcast. That's right. Discount code podcast at InvestorAttractionWorkshop.com. See you at the next workshop. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So Abbas, I know that you've started helping other people get, get organized with VAs because you've had so many people ask you how to do it. What would you say are some of the biggest mistakes people make when they hire a VA? Because I'm here, to, I've, I've had VAs for years, nowhere near as many as you have, yeah. no near, nowhere near as smart as you are about uh, utilizing VAs. But I'd be curious to know, you know, what are some of the big struggles people are having when they first get started with their first VA? Well, it's, it really just comes down to one thing, and that is people don't believe that they could leverage what they're doing. They think they're special. They think what they're doing is unique. In fact, I remember, it's funny, my mentor at that time, I called him up. I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about hiring people to do what I do. And he's like, boss, you'll never be able to hire people to do what you do because you've been training on this for two years now, and nobody's going to be as good as you are. And I think that's a very, very common belief. People think that they're special and they're just this great person that could only do that task. But the reality is we're all replaceable. If you could do it, why can't somebody else do it? The problem that a lot of people have is that they just don't have the right systems in place. And Uh people run their businesses based on their gut feelings, not based on actual procedures in place where they could just pop somebody in and they follow the same exact procedures that you were doing. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Because you know, I don't know what you, what did you study in, in university or college, if you don't mind? I am a college dropout. <laughs> yeah. What were you, what were you thinking about graduating with? Before you I was, out? I was all over the place. I was doing engineering for a while and I did like, you know, what, like all over, I was all over. I was a mess. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, but it's interesting. Here's the reason I asked is because I think you hit it 
the nail on the head there. I think the biggest challenge we have, and I'll include myself in this because I've got this challenge, is most of us are not systems or process focused, right? You say like you kind of wing it, you kind of know what you're doing. You're doing it one way, generally speaking, most of the time, and then you kind of vary. And so that's, I think, the biggest challenge for most of us is figuring out how to create those systems, put those in place so that you can train the VA or your replacement to do exactly what they should be doing. So any, we can't go in super in depth, but any tips or or thoughts about that whole process? Yeah. So I actually have this in my course as well, where I have an extensive breakdown on how to do it. But the way I look at it is this, you want to simplify what you're doing because simple scales, simple scales. If things are too complicated and every decision is based on what you think or what you feel like, what you want to do, what's going to happen is people are not going to be able to make the same decisions as you. I always think about the McDonald's example where I could order a double cheeseburger in San Jose. I could order a double cheeseburger in Dallas. It comes out almost exactly the same way because they have a structure in place and it's simple. Right. They could have a teenager do it. And that's, and they you do. know, they do. <laughs> exactly. the old, the old business is built on yeah. That's exactly right. So when I set my systems, here's the way I think about it. If I was teaching this to a fifth grader, how would I explain this? And then I basically structure them into training videos because I I see a lot of people doing handbooks and all that sort of crap. People never read it. It gets outdated and it's hard to kind of change around. So I just do videos and I film exactly what I'm doing. I explain it like I'm explaining it to a fifth grader. And from there on, I, you know, it's uploaded. Once I record a video training on anything that I do, I never have to train it again. It's done. It's right there forever. Like I wanted to, for example, have someone else do my underwriting. I recorded 12 hours of how to do underwriting. I went to, into every little detail. But now anytime I want to hire someone to do that job, they just watch the recording. I never have to train them again. It's, it's right there. So it's really nice, in my opinion, just simplify it to an extreme level and then just record it via video and then have people watch it. Smart. Love it. Abbas, this is fascinating stuff. I know that there's going to be a lot of people going, this young guy is brilliant. I want to find out more. I want to to get my own VA team on board. So what would you recommend people do if they want to find out more about you and specifically more about the whole VA thing? Yeah. So, you know, I had every time I would tell my story about how I built my businesses, people are like, well, could you teach me how to do VAs? I'm like, I'm like, sure, you know, because I'm trying to be nice and help out. I would jump on a call for like 30 minutes on Zoom. I'd give them some advice. But the reality is those calls became so many and I was just doing it for free. I don't, I don't want to make money out of it. I'm like, you know what? This isn't helping enough people. I have to like give three, four hours of content in order to actually teach you how to do this stuff. So I decided to come up with a course. And the course basically goes down into how to hire VAs, you know, how to systematize your business, how to advertise, like just the whole thing from start to finish, you know, including the hiring, which I think a lot of people, when they start hiring VAs, they go through an agency, they pay thousands of dollars, you know, double the cost, all that sort of stuff. So uh, I, I done that. <laughs> <laughs> so have I. So have I. So I made I made that mistake. So so in my course, basically, I teach people how to hire people directly. So you, you're saving, you know, a crap ton of money every every year. Like my cost for virtual assistance last year was roughly about two hundred forty fifty thousand. Now you got to realize I have a lot, so that's going to yeah, be different. Twenty five people. people, man. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was going through a, an agency, that could have easily been six seven hundred thousand easily. Yeah. So the way I teach it is in my course 
is I teach people how to hire directly. But most importantly, I teach people how to actually run a business. How do you systematize your processes? Because that's the biggest bottleneck for people. And how do you identify which tasks you should delegate and which tasks you shouldn't delegate? And how do you build a system? How do you build a team? And then just kind of scale yourself up. Because when you start, you're going to you know, hire the lower level stuff, but then you want to hire managers and trainers and all these different structures. So anyway, I go into deep level details. If you're interested in that, it's on my website, theabazgroup.com forward slash VA. Again, that's theabazgroup.com forward slash VA. You could buy the course. Honestly, I don't even care about making the money from the course. The whole point of it is I just want to help people with this stuff. Well, yeah, and exactly. And people don't pay attention unless they invest a little bit. So absolutely, absolutely. And by okay. the way, you know what? I want to give I want to give a special code to the people listening to this podcast. The sure. code is VA. That's going to give people five hundred dollars off. So it's fifteen hundred bucks if you use the code VA. You'll get five hundred off. That's very generous. I appreciate that. You're that's, welcome. That's fantastic. All right, as we're wrapping up here, what's left for you to do? You've outsourced all this <laughs> stuff. So just just out of curiosity, when it comes to your realtor business, yeah. Where is your time now spent? Like, are you, yeah, what, what do you do in the, in the real? So in, in my realtor business, I do listing presentations because that's really is the biggest, highest moneymaker for us. Now your face uh, has got to be the guy showing up for that, right? Right. But actually soon within the next two or three months, I'm going to get myself out of that. And then I'll be completely done with the realtor business. So that's taken me about an hour a day or so roughly. So I want to get it to zero. Then my focus is going to be exclusively just on multifamily. On multifamily, I'm still adding tasks and you know we're still we've been in the business now for a year so i'm still kind of scaling it up yeah yeah i'm still involved in that very very right abbas has been a lot of fun thank you so much for sharing appreciate it and and for being on the show really appreciate well thank you so much for having me i enjoyed it my pleasure all right everybody take care we'll see you on the next episode well hey there thanks for tuning into the property profits podcast if you like this episode that's great please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, then I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.